Hey, you beautiful beings. Welcome to Empowered Human with Nina Garcia. I am your host, and you are so welcome in today's, of course, very growth-oriented episode, as with everything we do, but this one's a little holiday-themed. Now, to be fair, it can be any stressful event that is coming up in your life for the foreseeable future, and you will be able to use this skill. But the question that so many people ask me during this particular holiday time of year is, Nina, how can I survive the holidays? There's so much stress. Everybody wants something from me. There's so much pressure. I have so much to get done. La, 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 la. We see how stressful this could be, yes? So when you ask me that question, how can I survive the holidays? My answer in a nutshell to you is this. Do you know how people like doomsday prep. They're like doomsday preppers out there and they are prepping for doomsday. In this case, you are going to be holiday preppers and you are prepping for the holidays. Yes, I want you to imagine that role. What does it look like? That's what you are going to be. So grab your journal or a really good friend to dialogue with about what is going to come up for you in this episode. Because as I ask you, how can you survive the holidays? And as you tell me, well, Nina, in a nutshell, you say become a holiday prepper. I tell you that I have a very particular skill that I'm actually going to walk you through in this episode. Yes, you're going to hear a little bit of a story, but it's going to be more generalized today. We're going to give you a little bit of psychoeducation so you get some nuggets of knowledge. And then I'm going to give you the actual plan that I use to help my clients holiday prep. I also use it myself. And you are going to get your adventure challenges right at the end of the episode, like we always do. So again, grab that journal or a really good friend to dialogue with about what is inevitably going to come up for you in this episode, because at this point, you know, I am so curious. Are you ready to play? Welcome to Empowered Human, the dramatically playful podcast that invites you to heal humanity. The one within you, me, and the world at large. I'm your host, drama therapist, empowerment specialist, and not to mention empowered human, Nina Garcia. And I'm so stoked you're joining me on the journey. Every Wednesday, you are invited to explore transforming from powered to empowered with genuinely human stories of courageous existence, healing from invalidation, and truly belonging to you. So wherever you are in the spectrum, from empowerment curious to empowered human ambassador, this podcast is designed to humanize. Get ready to lean into your edge, heal your worldview, and finally belong to you. This is Empowered Human. Let's take a breath on in. Inhaling into your body, using your arms, stretching if you need to, exhaling when you are ready, grounding, bringing yourself into the space because we've got some emotional fitness work to do today, my beautiful people. So I usually start with a story, and today will be no different. I will give you a little bit of a story, but I actually want you to begin to put yourself into the shoes of the characters in this story. I want you to put yourself in the story. And before I go into the story, I already want to just drop you a little bit of knowledge here. 
The tool that you're going to be getting is a before, during, and after plan, okay? That is your before, during, and after plan. It happens in three phases. But before I even give you that tool, I want to talk about the powered versus the empowered dynamic here, okay? When we talk about power dynamics, it is always that something is seen as right and something is seen as wrong. Someone is seen as having the answers, whereas somebody else must clearly not know what they're doing, and so they have to be taught. Yes, a power dynamic always says that someone is right and someone is wrong. So when we think of the case of holiday stress, there's a lot of people who are going to tell you that you are obligated to do something, like spend time with family. You must do that because if not, then you must be wrong. Or you have to cook something and bring it and make sure that it is this, that, and the other. You must do this or it is seen as wrong. Yes? Now, I'm not here to tell you what is right and what is wrong, but I do want you to have an idea very clearly of what makes that a power dynamic. Then we look at the empowered dynamics. Now, empowered dynamics say, actually, there is no one truth. There is no one ultimate truth, right? There are multiple truths here. Instead of a right and a wrong way to be, there are actually many ways to be, yes? So I want you to keep that in mind as we go into the story, as you learn about the before, during, and after plan. I want you again to keep in mind the difference between powered, which says there's a right and a wrong way to do things, and empowered, which says actually there are multiple ways to do things. And of course, because this is empowered human, I want you to lean into your edge and explore what would it be like for you to know that multiple truths could exist. And if you don't know what that is, just keep listening. Yeah, I'm going to walk you through it. So let's go into the story time. You have some kind of holiday coming up. It might be festival. It might be a birthday. It might be an anniversary. It might actually be a holiday, right? Like uh, Christmas, Hanukkah, so on and so forth, yes? I want you to choose one stressful upcoming event, just one, okay? I promise you it will be enough for you to learn the before, during, and after plan. When you choose this upcoming holiday, now for me it will be Thanksgiving for the sake of this episode, yes, I want you to start to walk through the story as I do, yes, put yourself in the shoes of the various characters, again I'm bringing that back to you because it's important. Thanksgiving is my upcoming stressful holiday, yes. I have to be in maybe three places because I have chosen to show up for these particular people on this Thanksgiving holiday, yes. Thanksgiving for me and mine, I won't speak for them, right, but for me with mine is a day for being grateful, a day for being with family and being grateful for what I have, right, with myself, with my family, and then what we're able to provide the world, right. I really think Thanksgiving is a time for gratitude and for expressing that gratitude. I think that's really important, right? It's so, so easy to take it for granted. So I already know Thanksgiving's going to be stressful for me. I told uh, my mother I would be at one place for breakfast with her. I told my sister I would be at her house some point in the evening. And I told my cousin that I would love to show up for them around midday. I chose my schedule this day, I realize, right? It does not have to be this stressful. And yet, I am making a choice for my world. And it does involve probably no less than three different spaces. One of these spaces is going to be in particular very stressful. I have a huge falling out with one of the people in these spaces. We're going to call them uh, Dominic. And Dominic and I had a huge falling out. I do not consider this person to be somebody I feel safe or can trust. And yet I will be in Dominic's presence. 
So when I ask you to think about your stressful next event, we've already done that, yes? And now I want you to think about, are there people at this event? Which people are going to be at this event that maybe could leave you more vulnerable? Think about that. Really dare to own that there are some relationships in your life that are going to bring more stress into your life and they're not going to nourish you necessarily, right? Or they might not nourish you. So let's own that. Once you know, okay, this is the stressful environment, these are the stressful relationships in this environment, also think about the weather or the actual physical environment. Is it going to be easy for you to physically maneuver around in? Is it going to be overwhelming? The sights, the sounds, the smells, right? Um, Are you easily going to be able to physically maneuver that space? Yes. Will you have space to disappear from the crowd if it's too much? right? To take a minute for yourself if you need. Do they have easy bathroom accessibility? Will there be food that you can actually consume? Yes. And so on and so forth. I really want you to number three thing, right? Think about what are the actual things in that environment and how accessible is that environment going to be? And when I say accessible, yes, I mean physically, mentally, emotionally, socially. In a nutshell, if you want to make that even simpler, I want to know if your environment is going to nourish you. And I want to know what parts of the environment may bring a challenge to your life and make your joy less accessible. You picking up what I'm putting down? Okay. So I walked you through. I said, pick the stressful space, pick the stressful relationships, note what might be stressful about the environment itself, right? For now, that will be enough. We could go into weather. We could go into time of year, right? We could go into, are there other other events or people who are, are going to be absent, aren't going to be there, and that's a stressor, right? There's so many different pieces we could be looking at. But I promise you, starting with those three is going to be enough. Can you see it? Can you see your particular event, the one that you're framing? I certainly hope so, because now I'm going to invite you to lean in and learn about the before, during, and after plan. Now, your before, during, and after plan is exactly as it sounds. There is no magic to this. It is a plan for before the event, during the event, and after the event. Remember how I set it up and in three phases, before, during, after. So now that you know this, your before plan is all about choosing intentionally to do things that help you feel nourished, help you feel replenished, and help you reset. You want to be as close to neutral and open and creative and full of possibilities as possible. Or you want to be overflowing with joy, right? And content, right? Or somewhere in between there. But the point of my tale is you want to make sure that your metaphorical cup is as full as it can possibly be because it is likely that the stressful event that you are about to endure may take from that cup. So you want to be really intentional because we're not fortune tellers and we don't know what's going to happen at the event. You want to be really intentional to say my before plan is about resetting, replenishing, and nourishing myself, right? I want to reset and get back to me and fill my cup. So your before plan is going to be very specific to you. And if you need to pause right now and actually think about what that would be, I invite you to. But that is going to be your before plan. Again, it could be things that nourish you and help you reset. Like maybe you need to go for a run before this event, if that's something that helps you feel nourished, replenished, reset. Maybe you actually need to eat a very particular meal before this event. 
something that's going to help nourish you, help you feel replenished and reset. So you get why I keep repeating this, y'all, right? Kind of important here. It could be uh, music that you need to listen to. It could be someone you need to speak with. It could be taking a breath, doing a meditation, yoga. Do you see where I'm going with this? Anything that works for you to help you fill your cup before you go into this event. That's your before plan. Then we move into the during. Yes, during is really critical, okay? During, there were very particular things that we are trying to do in order to help you maintain the fullness of your cup or to mitigate people removing too much, right? The removal of too much from your cup. So what that typically means is, remember how I asked you to think about what relationships or physical things about the environment might be stressful for you? Mm -hmm, that's coming back now. Usually during the event, some of the biggest things that you can help yourself plan is to actually choose how long are you going to be at this event. That's a during thing. How long are you going to be at this event before your cup is run dry? That's usually a red. We want to try to get you out before yellow, yes, before your cup is run dry. How long before you start to feel not so nourished, before you start to feel dark or jaded or like you are lagging, yes? It will always be up to you. But I do want to invite you to start considering what is the boundary there? How long do we need to be there? Is it 30 minutes? Is it an hour? Is it three hours, right? Know what your green zone time is. Let's say you tell me, Nina, it's two hours. Two hours, I feel like I'm totally solid. I've done it before. I can do two hours. That's your green zone. Two and a half hours now automatically becomes your yellow. Maybe it's 2.15 for you. Again, you think about what works for you, but I'm giving you the example here. Two and a half hours for this example, yellow zone, which means three hours red. Do not stay beyond that. Your cup has run dry by that point. Let's get you out when you're still feeling green, maybe greenish yellow, but let's definitely get you out before yellow. Okay. That's my invitation to you at least, right? I won't know the context of your situation, but I do want you to start listening to yourself and learning what works for you. So yes, knowing when you need to leave is going to be something helpful for you and for the people around you, right? You want to be your best for yourself and your best for them. But there's other things you can do. While you are staying there, some of the other boundaries that you might need include in this during phase, yes, that's still that second phase, you may not be able to speak with certain people while you're there, or you may only choose to speak with them for certain amounts of time. That's really important for you to know what works for you. The next thing that you might be thinking about is, okay, well, I'm here. I know who I'm supposed to talk to, who I'm not. I know that I needed to bring snacks or not, right? Depending on how the food is, right? Hopefully, right? You are, are bountiful in food, but that's not always the case, especially if you have certain dietary restrictions, right? The last thing that I will share about during and that phase two is knowing how to make an exit. Maybe you need an exit from a conversation that's becoming uncomfortable or sticky, Right? Far be it from me to tell you, right, to leave that conversation. But if you do decide that you need an exit, know where your bathrooms are. Quite seriously, hey, you know what? Actually, I've got to take a minute. You don't have to actually go use the bathroom for what it is intended purposes, yes? But all you're saying is you're going to go take a minute. In fact, you're going to take five minutes. Whatever it is that works for you, know your scripted line for how you're going to exit an uncomfortable moment and know your exit spaces, right? Bathroom is one. I mean, you could go into a closet. People might think that's a bit odd, you know, far be it for me to tell you what you want to do, but it is an exit. <laughs> but also outdoors, right? Patio spaces, a backyard, going for a walk in the neighborhood, right? So long as it's safe for you, safe for everyone else, right? Again, 
Think about your own situation in this. But know what the boundaries are, right? That during middle phase for your before, during, and after plan, that second middle phase there is often about setting the boundaries for yourself so that you can show up for you and show up for others, right? Know your exits, know how long you need to be, know who you can speak with, all of these things. And you're going to know this before you even go. This is why we're running through a before, during, and after plan. You with me? Can we keep going? Okay. So now you have your before, which is all about filling your cup. You have your during plan, which is all about maintaining your cup or ensuring that not too much is removed from your cup. Yes? Your after plan is about, shocker here, resetting, replenishing, and nourishing you so that you can refill your cup. Yes? (laughs) It's no mystery here. I told you there was no magic, but you would be surprised how many people say, oh no, I'll be fine. And they don't make this plan before the event. If you are courageous enough to be able to say, no, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to spend 5, 10, 15 minutes, set a timer if you need to, creating your before, during, and after plan. Your brain, body, emotional spirit here will have rehearsed this plan to some degree because you will have written it down. You will have taken the time to actually go through this plan of action for your holiday prep, yes, for this upcoming stressful event. And it is so freaking worth it. You are worth it and your time is worth it and you matter. Do this plan so that you know in the end you will be replenished. And that this stressful event, it is temporary. It is so temporary. For those of you who are like, wait a minute, you didn't tell me anything to do in this, you know, reset, replenish, nourish, and refill my cup. It's a lot of the same stuff you'd probably do ahead of time. But you want to think after, since you are making this whole plan before the event, you want to think, am I likely to be hungry? Am I likely to be physically tired? Am I likely to be emotionally exhausted, right? What are some things that might likely pop up for you? And what would be helpful to plan for after? so that you can reset, replenish, nourish, and refill your cup. That is your before, during, and after plan. Now I know I've walked you through it very quickly. Yes, I have. But I want to pull you in. We're about to go into adventure challenges, and I want to pull you in here, right? Powered dynamic here, if you're stuck in that powered mindset, says there's only one right way to do this and there's one wrong way to do this, and that's the way it is, right? Or there's only one right way to do this and there's a million wrong ways to do this. But the point of the tale is in a powered dynamic, we're always saying there's one way to do it, but there's not. When you make this plan, I want to encourage you to come at it from an empowered space. You do a before, during, and after plan, yes, so that it helps mitigate your stress and so that you can show up better for yourself in this stressful arena. However, that is not the only reason you do the before, during, and after plan. In an empowered world, we're thinking about self, others, and the world at large. You create a plan like this because it sets you up for success with yourself primarily. Secondarily, it sets you up for success with others. You get to show up for your family in a way that is intentional because you haven't made it to the yellow red zone where you actually are in crisis and you need help. You have removed yourself from the space. You have taken agency where you can. You have owned your truth without invalidating yourself, but also without invalidating your family. The need for an exit or to take a minute is not because your family is the worst. It is because your body finds them overwhelming. 
caveat here. I know some of you are like, no, Nina, seriously, my family is the worst. I mean, then we would be talking about, do you really need to go to this event? Do you just feel obligated going to this event? Is this event really going to nourish you? But that's not what this episode is about. So I am going to refrain from pulling us too far off track. Yes. Before, during, and after plan. Phase one, phase two, phase three, but you're going to plan it all before your upcoming event. So here's the thing I want to ask you. As you make this plan, I want you to put down what are the weak points. I want you to know again, what are the weak points before you even show up at the event? What are the weak points when it comes to the time of day, the food that's available, the crowd that's going to be there or not be there, the relationships that you have that are super helpful or not super helpful, right? They take away from you and don't nourish you. What is the environment going to be like, right? We could go on and on for this. But again, knowing what are the weak points. This is just like if you were a doomsday prepper, right? Let's imagine zombie apocalypse is coming. You want to know where's the cracks in the fence? Where do we need a better defense system? What are our exits, right? You'd want to know all those things. Be a holiday prepper. Be the holiday prepper and know what are the weak points. Where is it that the stress might enter? Think about it ahead of time. Do yourself that favor and do the people that you care about that favor. Yeah? Let it ripple out from you at the center. So now that I've asked you this question, what are the weak points? I have an adventure challenge for you. Are you ready? I hope you're ready. Adventure challenges that we do on here, I always do them in three levels. Yes, I want you to be this empowered human individual, but it really does take self-awareness, level one, self-knowledge, level two, self-realization, level three. And then, of course, you do that enough. You've got self-actualization here. And I'm not going to give you that level four challenge. That's you. right? It's about being continuous and consistent. But I am going to give you the first three. So for those of you who say, Nina, I'm ready for your adventure challenge Step one, level one, self-awareness. Quite simply, knowing what your weak points are at the upcoming event. It's a stressful event. Do you have an awareness of what the weak points are? All you have to do is be aware of them. That's level one. If you say, you know what? I know this is a stressful relationship. I know that there might not be food that I want. That's it. My hat is off to you if you say, now I have a greater awareness, Nina, of the things that may be stressful, the weak points within my environment, right? Weak points being the things that are going to make you vulnerable, okay, to stress, more stress or an episode or your cup being depleted, right? Those are the weak points. So that's your level one if you have a self-awareness. If you're like, no, Nina, give me that level two. I want that level two. Level two, self-realization. I'm a little liar to you. Sorry, y'all. I got ahead of myself. (laughs) Level two, self-knowledge. Self-knowledge is knowing what to do with what you're now aware of. All the weak points, all the things that might be stressful to you. I want you to now ask yourself, now that you have a list of those potential stressful points, what do you know you'd like to do about them? You might look down at your list and you might say, you know what? I thought it was going to be really bad, but actually, Nina, these are these are totally doable. I just... I think I can handle all this. I don't think I need to do anything about it. And then my hat is off to you because now you know what you are going to do when it comes to the weak points. But for those of you who say, oh no, I need to to change this. I need to have something that I can do differently to help support me in this so that I am not depleted by the end of this event. Now you know what you're going to do about the things that you're now aware of. You with me? Awareness first, and then knowledge about what you want to do about that thing, okay? Now that you've made your decision, if you're a level two, you say, no, I know that I want to do this. 
you may not be ready to commit to it. You may not be ready to actually do that. And here's the thing is my hat is still off to you. We have to move through these phases if we want to get to where we're going. Yes? You've moved through awareness. You've moved through knowledge. Now you're at step three, phase three, right? Self-realization. This is where you are going to realize something in your environment. You are going to commit to doing something. So for some of you, this is going to be making that plan, right? You've got the before, during, and after plan. You say, you know what? No, I'm going to commit to making that plan. I'm aware of it now. I know what I want to do about these things. I'm actually going to make this plan. For some of you, you're going to make that plan or no parts of the plan. You're going to say, you know what? I'm going to commit to doing one thing. I, I can't do the before, during, after, but maybe I can just do the during or one thing during the during. Maybe I can do one thing during the before. Maybe I can do one thing during the after. Whatever you choose, I am okay with those 1% changes. Thank you, Kevin Palmieri, for that, right? Shout out to him. I'm okay with those 1% changes because it means that you are making a difference in your life and you're showing up differently. 1% is better than zero. You matter and your time matters and you are so freaking valuable. Show up for yourself. Wherever this adventure challenge is leading you, whether it's self-awareness, self-knowledge, or self-realization, I hope that you are ready and willing to explore this question of how can you survive the holidays and dare we say it, thrive? I don't know. Can it happen? Can we make it happen? Yeah. Get your before, during, and after plan on. You've got this. It is so totally possible. You holiday prepper, you. Yeah? Otherwise, that's what I planned for you. Do stay safe out there. And I did say that I would share this as a, as a bonus for those people who genuinely are, have been asking me about it. There is a new offering. I know this is going to seem very different from the episode we were just doing. Just a heads up. We're pivoting right now. <laughs> 30 seconds here, though. It's really quickly uh, that I can do this. So we we developed a new offering for you all from Houston Creative Arts Therapy, and it's a therapy intensive. For those of you who are super busy professionals out there, you are my jet setters. You know the value of your time. And you have said, Nina, I can't come to therapy weekly, but I really want a therapy intensive. I want to come for a weekend with multiple sessions, or I want to do multiple sessions in one day. That option is now available to you. Just reach out to HoustonCreativeArtsTherapy.com. Links will be in the show notes should you need that therapy intensive as an option. It is now available to you. And otherwise... Thank you all for listening. Thank you for leaning into that empowered human life. Thank you for creating your before, during, and after plans to survive the holiday stress. And thank you ultimately for being you. Stay safe out there. Thank you so much for being willing to explore healing your humanity on Empowered Human. I hope you found at least one new way to transform your worldview from powered to empowered. If you took something from the show, please take a moment of your time and subscribe to Empowered Human. And if it really nourished you, leave us a review. Your feedback helps me understand what our community needs. Not to mention, it helps others discover the empowered human life. So keep this last bit in mind. All the visual goodies come with me on Instagram at Drama Therapist Nina. Stay up to date there on upcoming episodes, behind the scenes goodness, and reels dropping knowledge. Thank you again for being part of the empowered human community. Until next time, stay curious.